Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I am definitely glad to be back. All right, before we begin this episode on model trains, I want to just give a shout out to Joe R. He donated five bucks to the podcast, and it really helped me out. And uh, I used that money to help me go buy a domain. And the domain is the blueoasispodcast.com. That will be up very soon within the coming weeks, uh, hopefully this week. And if you're listening to this episode on a later date, just uh, go back and uh, the link should be in the show notes uh, when it's up. All right. Okay. So when it comes to common hobbies, model trains is no exception. And a lot of people definitely start that at an early age, like eight, 10 years old, because naturally kids love trains. And I was one of those kids, by the way. So, uh, from O-Gage to H-O, you can have a Raiderun train set, especially around $100. So, yeah, that's going to be your price point. Now, while this can get expensive, especially when you buy multiple sets and accessories, it's still a constructive hobby that can give kids life skills as well as even adults, uh, because, you know, you're planning, you know, it teaches you planning skills and, and helps you even give, uh, strategic elements in your day. It gives you that strategic skills, those strategy skills rather. So a little bit about me, uh, when I was growing up, I had two O-Gage train sets. So one was a diesel set and one was a steam set. They were both passenger sets. So when I first assembled my layout, uh, I was impressed with how easily the tracks assembled and how easily they disassembled. Uh, To disassemble the tracks from the attached tracks, all you had to do was just lift up one piece of track and then to assemble the tracks, just press them close together and they would attach. And you would do this for any piece of track you wanted to attach. Now, I had two MTH sets. I did not have a Lionel set growing up. Now, for a kid who was into Legos, this was the perfect hobby for me to start. Now, before the internet really took off and high-speed internet became common in most households, you couldn't upload videos to the internet regularly. But what you did have at the time was track software. Now, as a kid, I actually had a little CD and it helped me design some things of what I would want. I would integrate some switch tracks and everything. 
and some cross tracks or like those 90 degree crossing tracks and also some uh, houses and restaurants as just models and make it look like a little town. So it was still pretty cool back then. So what you did on this little CD, you would select your items from the product bars and then you would assemble the layout. And from there, you would actually print out your design and get your list of products. And then you would actually have to drive to the store to go get your products. And the downside of having this software from 2004, 2003 is that it didn't list the prices. And whatever the price was at the store, you had to accept. Or you had to forego some products or you could just not purchase it at all. That was a little bit of the downside. So you didn't know ahead of time of what you were getting. Today, you can go on to anyrail.com and download free track software to help you with your model railroad designs. Now, I actually tried this software out and it was very similar to the one that I had growing up. Only difference was it wasn't on a CD. Now, if I do pull this up here just real quickly, um, it the software is available for Windows. You actually do have an option for list of materials and then as well. So I may show a little bit of this on my YouTube channel and a link for my YouTube channel will be down in the show notes or if you're watching on YouTube I'll link that to another video as well so moving on now so a little bit about the product now imagine your art application and being able to piece together what you want so this is a little like Microsoft Word, or at least the toolbar appears, makes it appear that way. And, and you know, you don't just have a text editor. So it's not text-based. It's art. It's art infu- mixed with, it's like an art application mixed with a Microsoft application. So, on the AnyRail software, you can insert your signals, tracks, everything that you would possibly need, and to get started. So, now I want to move on to creating an income from your hobby, from Model Trains. So, the brick-and-mortar side of things seems like the most traditional way to to actually make an income from this. Now, buying or renting your first store is a big deal. Brick and mortars are the most expensive way to start a business, and especially this one. So So just putting this out there, I've never started a brick and mortar, but I was close with someone who owned a brick and mortar train shop growing up. So this man who owned the store had set up the store next to a sandwich shop and it was also 
next to a train station or the train station was just a few miles down the road but trains would come by and it would it was the perfect site for putting a train shop as well so when you do have your own shop ready to go try and get property in one or both of these areas that way you can attract uh, any newcomers who just walk by so if someone comes to the sandwich shop and is a model railroad fan but just doesn't know about you uh, they will as well and then they could just get your information and you can also put out an email list as well and you could get their information and just send them stuff and you can upserve them as well. That's a term that Daniel H. Pinks uses. Now, just a little side note. Salespeople tend to upsell you on stuff, but that's not how we want to operate. We don't want to be, uh, we don't want to come across as a uh, sleazy. We want to be serving these people. So the term upserve just means that we want to just give them a little something that's going to benefit them down the road. So you could still offer them discounts as well. And then they may also be incentivized to buy it that way. And just show off your products and be willing to accept that most people aren't going to buy. So that is uh, Daniel H. Pink's method Daniel H. Pink's uh, philosophy, rather. So now, if you don't want to start a brick and mortar, the best thing you can do to create an income from your love of model trains is to film it. Starting a YouTube channel is the best way you can create a source of income. It's also the easiest. Just get out your iPhone camera or just... Go buy a Sony 4K camera if you really want to make this look professional and you're going to get somewhere with this. There were two or three people that I searched on YouTube for model train channels and they have 100,000 subscribers. Easy. And I'm still trying to figure out if it's possible for these guys to get a million. So you can definitely monetize this. And then just build out a website as well and then just talk about yourself as well. You don't even have to sell them anything from your website. Just talk about you and and if you get really good at this, uh, you could create a source of income from building a class on collectibles. Uh, speaking of collectibles, uh, you're not necessarily going to be able to know if something's a collectible from a standard train set. Now, I would, do want to tell you a little story about myself. So last year, I paid off my student loans, and, and I was able to do that because I sold my model trains as well as a few other things uh, to help me just get out of that debt. Now, what I didn't know at the time was that, you know, the model trains were not as worth, were not as wor worth as much as I had, initially thought they were. So Dave Ramsey often says that 
anything with motors and wheels are just toys that go down in value, whether that's a car or a boat or anything. And the same thing applies to model trains. Definitely. So don't think that just because you're in a different uh, industry or you're or it's just a simple toy that it doesn't go down in value. Unless you you are getting a tin plate or a very limited edition set, uh, this is probably going to go down in value. So just keep that in note if you want to resell your items. Now, another way to make some money with this is affiliates. Now, I've not seen anything from Lionel or MTH where you can become an affiliate from them. But if you do want to make some money with an affiliate link, uh, go to Amazon and decide which products you want to be an affiliate to. Certainly things like glue you're going to want to set up at with maybe some wood or like mini pieces of wood. Also some, let's see here, maybe some tape as well. And if it's possible to get an affiliate link for a set or like an HO set, uh, definitely go do that. And you're going to be the one that people trust if you're building on a website of which miles to buy. Now, when it comes to reselling your old items and you do have a rare antique or you have a model set that's worth a lot, uh, definitely go to eBay because you're going to be able to let people bid on that and and you're going to have the you're going to be able to post your pictures there and Amazon is also another choice but I would still stick with eBay because that's just usually the default site that people go to for buying used items and even sometimes antiques so this hobby is definitely one where you definitely can explore your creativity and you don't have to stick to a certain linear path. And when it comes to hobbies in general, the more creative you can get, the better off you're going to be. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to stay in a linear direction or just in within a certain box of operating but when you have that creativity it definitely leads you to more opportunities and you just show your uniqueness and you actually become more in touch with yourself when you do have creative options and remember this show is about creating a better life for yourself as well and I definitely want you guys to make sure that you are in touch with yourselves and you definitely can create something for yourself. You know, a hobby is an escape from your everyday struggles and 
when you get in touch with yourself, when you really get to know yourself, you know, your whole world changes. And whether you have a family or not, it's really important that you do. Finding peace in yourself is perhaps the most important thing you have to do in order to live a fruitful and prosperous life. I see many people today who just, you know, don't have anything going on. They work their nine to five and watch TV and that's it. I I don't want to see the world like that anymore. I want to foster a society where you can create a community and you can create business opportunities and just above all, create uh, jobs where people are glad to go to work and hobbies definitely do that. And they most certainly allow for entrepreneurship. Even without the internet, you can definitely create money from doing what you love. Remember back when I was a kid, high-speed internet was very limited to certain people and you had to live in the city or you had to live very close to a city to actually get some. To be in touch with yourself is there's just like no feeling like it ladies and gentlemen i thank you profusely for listening to this show so please give me a five-star rating on itunes subscribe and share the show with a friend and i am always glad that i have listeners right now and Even though it's only the fourth episode, I want to say thank you to my listeners. Uh, I could not do this without you. And just remember, this is going to be number one in iTunes and on Apple Podcasts for hobbies. And I have no doubt that I'm going to get there one day. So, yeah, and before I end this, consider uh, donating to my Square account If you can't donate, that's understandable. I am not going to pressure you. Just leaving a little note out saying that if you have money and want to donate, you can donate to the Square link down below as well. Just needed needed to get that off my chest. Now, let's get to the fun side of things. When you have an entire layout and you invite people over to your house, you can actually create some, like an amusement park almost, with trains. Definitely the G-Gage models can offer you that opportunity, but you would really need to make the investment up front, and it's understandable that if you don't want to go that route, you can just stay back and try and get monetized on YouTube. That's understandable. Now, if you really want to put that money up front to have rides in those G-Gage trains, you can definitely do it, and I've seen it done before. So be sure to uh, just make sure that the motors are running and you have the land space to do that. All right, 
So the fun side of HOs, HO train sets, is that they're small and they're probably one of the cheapest and you can you can actually uh, buy multiple sets and you can have a lot of switch tracks and you have and you you can have many trains running at once. And that's a thing of beauty. When you look on, when you search on YouTube and, and search HO trains, train layouts, you're going to be impressed with some of the people that can do it. Like building in Minecraft, you can definitely build model towns and and make it look like something where people would want to go to. Now, if you want to film your set, definitely pick up one of those cameras on the uh, that you place on your model train. Now, for HO users, I found the TC9 wireless train camera, uh, Atlas. Uh, I guess that's where it's from or who is the manufacturer. So, and I would assume that you can place this on your O-gauge trains as well. Now, when you get to the G-gauge and you want to film your your train running or you want to film it in that first-person perspective, you may want to get uh, one of those smaller traditional cameras and just find a way to place that on board your G-gauge model if you really are into those garden train sets and you want to also film and monetize that on YouTube. So, yeah. All right. Now, before I close out the show today, uh, I want to say a few things. Starting a hobby is the road to peace and prosperity. I genuinely believe that because when people pursue their own passions or something that makes them unique or something that gives them gives them that joy, that spark in life. You know, it really makes a difference in your life. Ever since the invention of the internet, we have been able to discover new things and more interests of what we want to pursue with our lives. This is, in a way, the greatest time to be alive. And I genuinely believe that because... The internet has created so many opportunities, and with this one invention, we have lifted more people out of poverty than could have ever foreseen. And, you know, the internet was not designed originally to be something where marketing people could go, or salespeople could go, or where the average Joe could start a business. And yet, it has. And... and we should absolutely take advantage of that so that we can earn more of an income and create better opportunities in our lives. You know, don't squander this at all. I'm not going to squander this. I am putting out these episodes to lead people to a better life, to lead them to the thing that's going to make the difference that's going to give them that extra push in life, that's going to help them earn more money so they can go to Italy 
or France or wherever they want a vacation or if they just want to move on up to a higher status and go buy that house and move and and anything that's going to give them that mobile income. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are doing well wherever you are and I'm going to be here to help. So until the next episode, stay safe, stay great, and I'll talk to you then.